failure, the big F word, probably my least favorite F word. There have been plenty of things that I wish would have gone differently or ended up differently. And everybody's scared of not being enough or not living up to somebody's expectations or even our own expectations and just being a letdown. Uh, And there's been a phrase that, you know, I actually heard when I was auditioning for Soul Cycle, and it was that timing is everything, and that when it's meant to happen, it will come together. And what I've learned is that sometimes we are able to find the biggest and best parts of ourselves when we least expect them, or when we had to maybe deviate and go down a different path because something didn't necessarily work out the way that we wanted it to. A big problem that I've always had is that I set my expectations like so, so, so high. And they've only honestly gotten worse, like the older I've gotten. And, you know, they they span across several different topics of my life, you know, in, you know, like boyfriends or even just friendships in general. Um, I think something that plays like a major part in what gets in our head is movies and TV shows and reality TV shows and things that really and truly are not real life. Um, and that they, they put this unrealistic idea in your head of the way that things go down. And I've said it before that I honestly feel bad for guys these days. And you know, I feel bad that they, that they feel like they have to, that every single moment has to be this grand gesture, that every single moment has to be this huge production. And most girls that I've spoken to, you know, from college age or, you know, like young working professionals, high school, everything in between, it really isn't about the monetary factor. It isn't about, you know, how much money something costs. It's about the thought. It's like, you know, you you had to put effort into this moment to make it special. You took time out of your day to think about what would she like. And, you know, I, I, I do. Sometimes I feel bad for guys in like the, the modern era of love. Um, and that, you know, we, we sit and we watch these romantic comedies and trust me, you guys have heard it in class. I am a huge rom-com fan. Um, and it's fun. It's a fun fantasy to kind of get lost in from time to time. And, you know, there is nothing wrong with romance at all. It's something that I hear within like the last year have realized that I desperately need in a relationship is that I need romance. I need somebody that, you know, does the, the little things of like, you know, candles and bike rides and like the, the, the little stuff that, you know, it's because my, my love language is quality time. And as you get older, you kind of realize what it is that you need. And like, obviously the more that you experience, the better in tune you are with what you need. Um, 
And the more you experience and the more you put yourself out there, the bigger of a chance you have of failing or being rejected. And nobody, nobody likes that feeling. I don't like that feeling. And, you know, it's something that I've definitely struggled with here, like recently, obviously, that I had the biggest failure come and slap me right upside the head that, you know, my marriage didn't work. And to me, that's a failure. And, you know, people, people don't, people don't look at it like that. And, you know, it's a very personal struggle that I have to get over in my own time. And, you know, nobody goes into a marriage or a relationship or a college degree or a career or whatever, opening their own business, anything, hoping to fail or thinking I'm going to fail. Like that's not, that's not the dream. That's not the goal. So we, we set our expectations so high and we have this, this desire to reach a certain level. And, you know, I think it was like, it was about two years ago that I had, that I really had to like rein in my expectations on things, just kind of like across the board, career, family, friendships, marriage, all of that. I really had to like rein it in because I was getting so far up into the clouds that I didn't really have any sense of like what was real life. And there's a couple reasons for that was that like I really wasn't getting anything out of my marriage. And so I constantly had to live in this daydream of, you know, movies and books and, you know, like other people's relationships because I was like, I wasn't getting anything. And I was just like, honestly, sitting on a hope and a whim that like, I I might, I might, I might get something in return, like just once in a blue moon. Um, you know, and, and with my job, I, I had really, really, really high hopes and the company that I was working for just wasn't really moving in that direction. And that was my really big sense of like, I'm just not appreciated. And I felt like I I felt like I failed at my job because they didn't want to acknowledge what it is that I had done. And you know, failure can be a really scary thing that you almost can like spiral out of control because it can leave you very, very low and it can leave you very, very sad. Um, and I saw a quote, actually I didn't, somebody sent it to me. Um, and it said, you know, we're never starting over. We're only starting from experience. And I've tried to like remind myself that all the time that, you know, the things that we do and the things that we go through, they can lead us to this big dream that, that we want to achieve, or they can take us to a place of learning. And I've tried really hard to, to switch my mentality on the word failure and have it be more of like a learning point that you know, I'm, I am a smart girl. I'm driven. I'm motivated. 
I'm not destined to fail. Like, and I have to remind myself of that, that just because something didn't work out doesn't mean necessarily that I did anything wrong. It just wasn't right for me at the moment. Now, you guys have all listened to, or maybe I have, I don't have a freaking clue, but the, you know, the, my podcast on my marriage, like there were definitely things that I could have done better, things that I could have done more of, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that just because something doesn't work out, like you're completely blameless. Like it's always good to, to take a step back and be like, you know, what could I have done differently? How is this? How am I going to be able to like shift, keep moving forward, but not make or not not take the same road that I did before? Like it's all about just kind of shifting your trajectory and maybe that coming at it from a different angle, it might take a little bit longer, but you'll still get there. And, you know, the, the, the easiest thing for me to talk about is obviously my marriage because it's the biggest it is the biggest learning point I have had thus far in my life. And that I think that I have, I have a lot of love to give. I love people. I love learning about people. I love doing things for people. Um, you know, and part of shifting my trajectory and my point of view on marriage and relationships is really learning, like, what do I need But then how do I also fulfill another person's needs as well? So it's like, you know, I receive love by quality time. And my big thing is that like everybody is given 24 hours in a day. And who you choose to spend it with is a big deal because everybody's given the same amount of time. And so if you choose to go get dinner with me, like that's going to mean something. That's going to mean a lot because I'm busy. I got shit to do. You got shit to do. And you're going to take an hour and a half out of your busy day to hang out with me. Like that's important. But I give love by acts of service. Some people give gifts. Some people are words of affection. Some people are, um, physical touch. It's, it's a really, it's a really good book to read. It's the five love languages. And that's been really helpful in understanding a little bit about myself. And, you know, when I was really, really, really low, I had to think, you know, how, how do I, how do I make myself better because of this. And trust me, not every day is pretty. Not every day is pretty. Here recently, probably like three weeks ago, somebody like got like visibly angry with me because I said that I was embarrassed that I got divorced and that I I felt like a failure because of it. And the fact that this person got like visibly angry with me, I was like blown away by because I'm like, you don't have the right to tell me how I should feel about something like this. Like we all accept things and grieve and move past stuff in our own time. Like you don't have the right to tell me any of that. And 
how we process when things didn't work out is is our own is is that's on us and you're allowed to take as much time as you need and you're allowed to do whatever it is that you need to do you need to be alone be alone you need to be around people be around people but it's how you it's how it's all about how you let it affect you and you know, that's not going to be the last thing that i have to learn from in my life lord i hope not i hope i keep learning about things i hope i keep discovering things about myself and that when we take these really big moments and these really big decisions and we we understand that there's going to be a lot of learning that comes from it and that we should be excited about the potential discovery of something new about ourselves. And I'm still learning things that uh, about, about me, even though, you know, I, I got divorced a while ago, but I'm, I'm still learning stuff about myself. And, you know, I've, put myself out into the dating world and you know I'm I'm learning like the stuff that I need from somebody the stuff that I want from somebody and the stuff that I'm not willing to put up with from somebody and all of those things are important and I'm trying really hard to just take this as like you know, my failures do not define me, but they can empower me and they can give me the motivation that I need to pursue what it is that I really, really want. And I, I don't I don't think that I'm an unlovable person. I think I can be very, very difficult at times for, for sure, but I don't think that I'm unlovable and i think that there is somebody out there that is that is truly meant for me you know I, i'm i'm willing to wait however long it takes because i'm not going to compromise on anything next time and that's not because that's not because i'm so scared of things not working out again no it's because i've learned that i deserve 100% from somebody and that somebody deserves 100% from me and if i'm not willing to do that for somebody else then it's not right and that i'm not going to waste anybody else's time and when i when i know that I'm not all in. So the the big decisions that we make, the things that we jump for, the things that we take this massive leap of faith on can absolutely be terrifying. And you know, sometimes the biggest jumps that you make and the the decisions that you're the most unsure about can make you feel the most free. And they're the ones that can make you feel like you are floating on air. And I was petrified to leave somebody that I had known for almost a decade. I was terrified to be 
on my own by myself away from somebody that had that I that's literally been my best friend for as long as I can remember and just like the the moment from the new year's eve that I shared with you guys it was this incredible moment of freedom that I just had not experienced in such a long time and it's like those little tiny glimpses are are what keep us pushing forward and they keep us moving out of whatever deep dark hole we might find ourselves in so the more the the more you leap the bigger the jump the bigger the risk but obviously the bigger the reward and what i've learned is that it also has a bigger chance of discovery and a bigger chance to learn and a bigger chance to grow and what what would happen if your life was perfect like i was i was sitting in bevan prince's class in new york city in west village and she said perfection is boring as shit and it is it's so boring like how do you how do you know anything about yourself if if nothing bad has ever happened or nothing has ever gone wrong it's like this wonderful glorious like uplifting moment when you like are able to take a really negative situation and turn it on its heel and like let it help you shine and you know i've i've talked a lot about you know my growth through this whole process and that you know one of the biggest things that i've taken away is that like i need people that m- my my little black soul <laughs> needs people and that maybe that was maybe that was part of what I needed to learn was that I I do I need to lean on people a little bit more and that like I'm not as introverted as I thought I was I love I love when people are able to discover something new about themselves and you can see the strength all over their face And that's part of what I really love about my job is that, you know, I ask you guys and I push you guys so hard because I want you to take that, that chance of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm not sure about it. I might fall off pace. I might not be able to take it as long as she wants me to, but like, I'm going to try it. And you have no idea the countless times that I've seen at the end of a really, really long, like heavy resistance push. And I have you guys sit down and there's this, there's this look of like, holy shit, I just did that. And that is the moment that I live for because I love seeing you guys discover this moment of strength and diligence and perseverance getting you through something really, really difficult So the bigger the risk, the bigger the chance you have to learn about yourself. And what an incredible opportunity that is. That we're all given choices. And that just because the choice might be right for me, doesn't mean that it's always right for you. And that's okay. That's what makes us different. And part of staying true to ourselves is knowing that just because my choices 
are a little bit different doesn't make me a bad person, doesn't make you a bad person. Just makes us different. And that we can use the things that we struggle with and the things that we're having trouble with, we can use them to inspire one another. Instead of creating this competitive this competitive nature about about each other. And that one of the beautiful things about having friends is being able to ignite and spark this this desire within each other and that we can watch one another be successful and lift each other up and work through the really, really dark stuff. And I had somebody in the studio tell me the other day, I had a really, had a really tough day. Something really unexpected happened. And she looked at me and she said, fix your face. This is not who you are. Fix your face. This does not define the kind of instructor that you are. I was like, holy shit, this, this young, wise little grasshopper. It doesn't. My failures do not define who I am, and they definitely do not define who you are. So you fix your face, and you sit up tall, and you say, I'm going to learn something from this, and I'm going to let it make me stronger. 